0: It's 1029 the Hog with uh, Borna and Mandy very excited to welcome back to the program cuz she's a well she was a guest before. And I think Mandy you were on vacation the day when uh, I it spoke I had the pleasure of speaking with comedian Whitney Cummings appearing at the PAPS Theater on Thursday November 4th. Whitney good to talk to you again. How are Hi. you?
1: I'm good.
0: They having Uh very good cuz the last time we talked I believe was before your tour began. So it's the Touch Me stand-up comedy tour but now that you're several dates in Whitney Uh, Have you been touched, and are you doing more touching than being touched? How's it been so far?
1: I mean, lucky for everyone that comes to the shows, these theaters don't have human resources departments. Sure. And yet. (laughs) So get get my new boobs while they're hot. (laughs) There's been a lot of touching, but it's more people asking me to touch them. I don't know how this happened, you guys, but I'm now, like, signing a lot of boobs. I don't know where this came from. Like some guy asked me to sign his girlfriend's boobs. And I thought it was funny. So I put it on Instagram. Now, everyone asked me to sign their boobs. And I know that this news cycle is going to I look, I'm not going to be running for office anytime soon. I know that like this is going to backfire later. And I'm uh, all this, and I and I put it on Instagram, and I'm like, "Oh, this is so stupid. This is for sure going to make me lose a custody battle with my future children in ten years." <laughs> but it's certainly very fun. I think we went from like wiping down our groceries and not wanting to be six feet from people to now I'm just like cupping their breasts in public. <laughs> it's
0: back back to normal, and then some, like an extra layer. Now, you, do you do all your full name because that's a lot of letters, Whitney Cummings, on some boots. Yes, I know. Yeah.
1: And the fact that that's my last name makes it especially creepy. <laughs> it's like, oh, God, of all the last names. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's you know, I, the exciting thing is I think we're just, like, kind of overcorrecting. We went, you know, a year without being able to, like, hug our grandparents or see. I wasn't able to, like, hug my niece, you know, during the pandemic. So now it's sort of like, <laughs> like, I've had COVID. I've got the antibodies. Let's overcorrect and just kind of... Uh, you know, um, just be really inappropriate.
2: (laughs) Now, what do you think is happening with your signatures on the boobs? Do you think anyone's getting that tattooed? Are you starting a chest tattoo trend?
1: God, you know, there's a couple girls that have left and I'm like, I feel like sh- this this could very easily turn into a tattoo, uh-huh. and if this girl gets murdered in the next year, I'm the number <laughs> one suspect. And, and like this isn't going to end well. Every every night it's, it, it feels like a Netflix murder documentary, like the cold open. Um, but yeah, but I look, I'm just I'm so sick of like not doing meet and greets and not being able to like sign people's books and take pictures with people and. You know, um, free the nipple. I guess I'm. I'm very <laughs> much part of that movement. All of a sudden, <laughs> do you see think- a lot of guys want me to sign their breasticles, chesticle things too? So it's. I mean, I'm going to get carpal tunnel any minute.
0: Now I was going to say again, back to the letters thing. If you're doing a number of these per night, right? That's a lot of letters on people's I bare know, bare chests. It-
1: but it's so cool to not be, you know. Look, yeah. I live in LA, I love New York, but it seems like a lot of the major cities are still like really paralyzed by all this. And it's just nice to go out with like, be around normal people that are, you know, just having a good time. Because I think the news would lead you to believe that none of us get along and we all hate each other. Mm-hmm. And when really get out there, you know, there's nothing like putting 2,000 drunk people in one place and, you know, hear, hear. telling an appropriate <laughs> joke. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: How do you feel that being a comedian in the world today is as compared to you know a year or two ago before everything kind of got crazy do you think it's is it more fun is it more interesting is it harder do you have to be more careful
1: that's a really good question you know I think that you know what comedians this whole thing of like we can't joke anymore like we can't be funny anymore keep in mind comedians will complain about anything we complain about like sugar cookies and Hot Pockets, like, there's nothing, we, we're big babies, you know? And so I think that, you know, I started realizing, like, you know, after going on all my friends' podcasts, I was like, I think we're the ones that are keeping this narrative going because we can't stop talking about it mm-hmm. <laughs> because we're so wired to, like, you know, see a thousand positive comments and focus on the one negative one. I think for the most part, it's kind of people that, like, you know, are like you can't say that, and and you're not allowed to make these jokes. They're not comedy fans. They're not people buying tickets. Like people, America is. They're smart. Americans are smart. Most people know the difference between a joke and a statement. And I just don't think jokes are meant to be read on the computer on Twitter at two in the afternoon sober. Like comedy is supposed to be like seen at you know, at night after a couple drinks where the comedian delivers it in a certain way. You know, like when you get a text and you read it wrong, you know? Oh, it's yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. the same thing. Like, we just got to get off Twitter. And I think with the pandemic, there was no live comedy. So we all started, like, sort of, you know, trying to do it on Twitter and Instagram and stuff like that. And it just doesn't translate the same way. But... You know, I think what people don't understand is the more you try to like cancel comedians or say like this is off-limits, off limits, that's out, you're just giving us more stuff that's taboo to make fun of. So but, it kind of makes us stronger. And I, yeah, I feel like there's more off limits stuff than ever, which is like a dream for a comedian, <laughs> really.
0: That's why, Whitney, I feel like you touched on the texting thing. I have to over, I feel like I have to over emoji my texts to make sure to communicate. It's just a joke. I'm not, don't take it literally. I'm just kidding. Wink, wink, smiley delete face, that lol. From your phone. What's that?
1: Yeah, delete that person from your contact list. Yeah, it's but... like if I have to do a smiley face and <laughs> two hearts and nine heart emojis, like eggplant. Like I'm not doing that. Like we're adults. <laughs> well, egg, eggplant like can serve semmos. its purpose
0: like for different times and whatnot for. A... Or joke there. So, yeah,
1: I'm like, if you read it that way, that's on you. You're the weirdo. Like, yeah. you're gross. Like, mm. you're the mean. Per- you're, we should cancel you for reading it that way, you know? Like, so, uh, so yeah. I, but I also think, look, I, I'm the first person to say, like, you know, a lot of comedians stop doing comedy and they want to lecture people on how to vote and how to, you know, live their lives and how to behave. And, you know, comedians, look, we are not authorities on morality. We are authorities on adultery and alcoholism and depression and bad decisions. (laughs) And, like, I can see why people are a little bit like, I think people are more annoyed that a lot of comedians are kind of trying to be um, uh, sort of moral compass leaders and, you know, the woke police. And that's when I think people are like, okay, like, you know, stay in your lane. So I think as long as your goal is to be funny, like pe- people will forgive you also. You know, it's not our job to like make friends. You know, I think comedians, there's this new thing where like everyone has to like us. It's like, that's not how this goes. Like a lot of people are, if everyone agrees with us, we're probably not that interesting and not taking a lot of risks. You know, so I think, uh, I think just, you know, the internet and looking at comments and stuff, we've just gotten too self-obsessed with all that kind of stuff.
2: Have you ever had any of these keyboard people come out to your shows in real life, like actually leave their grandma's basement and come and try to give you some business during one of your shows? Have you ever had to deal with a heckler?
1: No, I don't think the like it just. Yes, I've, I've had hecklers, like not negative ones, but no, I think most people are cool. Like yeah. and I think that nerds like for the most part, I just feel like people are trying to get your attention. They're just look. Bill Burr came on my podcast and he put it perfectly. He's like, Look, if I was 15 and I could reach one of my heroes, I would make so much fun of them. It's hilarious. Like, you know, so if someone's commenting on your page, like, you just, I just try to look at the compliment. Like, if someone's like, Your third special was so much better than your second special. And I'm like, Oh, no, that hurt my feelings. I'm like, Wait a second. You watched you my special. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> like, take the win, you know? Or if someone's like, I saw you, I listened to your podcast and you said this. And I'm like, Well, you listen to my podcast. Thank you. Like, it's just like, the deal wasn't everyone's going to love you all the time. Yeah. That's psychotic. Um, so, so, but usually if someone's really nasty, you know, on uh, on Instagram or something, if you write back and go, Hey, like, why do you say that? They'll be like, I'm so sorry, I didn't, I we going to see That's a true story. You, yeah. you know? Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That is yeah, a true so it's like, I just feel like, I just feel like we're the, I feel like we're the bullies. We're like, no one, it's, it's, I'm allowed to say whatever, amendment right. And someone's like, I don't think you're funny. And we're like, well, you don't get a First Amendment right because you're saying things I don't want. Exactly. It's like a exactly. lane, you know? Right. Yeah. So, I, yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's yeah, it can be, we are very sensitive, and, and but I think we have to know what. Like, I came up doing the roasts. You know what I mean? I sure. did, was burning, burning bridges left and right. So maybe I'm just a little more uh sort of used to having to say horrible things about someone and then sit next to them for two hours. Right, <laughs> like, right. You know, you you either. You know, I think you either take risks and you're going to be brave or you're not. And I think that, um, yeah, I think most people are smart. I think most comedy fans get it. And, you know, even if it, it's like we, we're coming here to hear people say things that no one has the – that no one's allowed to say anywhere else. You know, you got to take someone through a haunted house. But, um, but yeah, I just think you've got to be sort of thoughtful about it and your heart's got to be in the right place.
2: You know, we're looking at all of the things that you do. Go on tour, write for shows, do this podcast. Do you have more hours in the day than anybody else? How do you get all that work done? Borden and I were talking about that off the air before you called in. Like, how does she do it? It sounds exhausting. It's
1: called Adderall. Okay, Okay. fair. Yeah, for medication. Uh, (laughs) medication. I, I did have to take Adderall when I was writing a book because I was just so bored of myself. Sure. <laughs> um, that I, I, I did take Adderall for that. Um, but, you know, I, I, you know, I look, I, I I'm i sure everything looks really, you know, busy and, and uh, you know, friends of mine don't even reach out to me. because like, I saw your Instagram, you seem so busy. I'm like, well, I banked all that on one day. Like I'm around, you know, I, I, I know I come off really busy, but I also like, you know, it's going to sound really nerdy, but like, I love what I do. I mean, I get to, I mean, with, with you guys, I mean, I grew up, Listening to to people like you, I idolize radio people because I'm like these people just get to hang out with the funniest, coolest people and just like talk and laugh. Like I was like, I want to do that. So now that I, now that I have a podcast, I just get to like hang out with comedians and make fun of them and be ridiculous. So it's it's it definitely I'm you know I'm lucky that I I love what I do and I love hanging out comedians and that. Gives me a lot of energy, but the tour, yeah, I am doing like 50 cities. I- I'm going to be honest; I definitely booked 50 thinking half would cancel because of COVID. <laughs> now they're all on, and I'm like, "Whoa!" Well, okay, gonna... Jokes on you! <laughs> yeah, so much for ever having biological children. Uh, you know, but I think we all need is lame. It's, 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 we all need to laugh more than ever. And I guess I really just I'm I'm sick of this you know uh, thing where comedian uh, comedians aren't being funny and and I'm you know and t- look if you don't like me or think I'm funny, fine. Come to the show for no other reason than, than the fact that I'm not talking about politics. I'm not going to tell you how to vote. We're not like no topics that no, we're not talking about the pandemic. We're not talking about COVID or masks or vaccines. Like, you know, I think that a lot of comedians kind of forgot. It's not our job to, you know, uh, uh, be arbiters of, of the way people should behave. It's our job to just like make people laugh, you know? And, um, and, yeah, I definitely want to get back out there and just sort of, like, bring back, uh, help bring back, like, just, like, non-biased, not Republican or Democrat or, like, comedy.
0: Uh, Whitney, looking forward to the show. Whitney Cummings, November 4th. It's a Thursday night, Paps Theater, downtown Milwaukee, WhitneyCummings.com, PabstTheaterGroup.com. We'll put it up at 1029TheHog.com. On our site? Yes, Mandy? Yeah. I have
2: one quick question. Whitney, that phone number that says, text me. Like, who is yeah. it really, though? Who is
1: it? You can tell us. That's real. It's an app. It's called the community app. And here's my deal. is like, I feel like being a comedian can be so embarrassing sometimes because you're having to tell people about shows. Like, you know, it's kind of like harder. You know, I'll go to Houston, right? I'll do five shows in Houston. A month later, someone's like, when are you coming to Houston, I'm like, how did you not know I was there? Mm-hmm. Like, sure. Like, it's, you know, it's so hard to, you know, uh, break through all the clutter these days on social media and stuff, and I refuse to bombard my main feed with, like, come to Orlando. It's like, no, that most people don't live in Orlando. Like, do not punish everyone that follows you because you need to sell out the hard rock in Orlando. So this is an app that, number one, I don't really check my DMs on Instagram because uh, I I get a lot of... Eggplants, but real life eggplant. <laughs> the eggplant emoji, but I real. can't even imagine. <laughs> what? I can't yeah, can't even on. imagine. Yeah. But actually, it's my fault because I did say on the podcast I love nude photos from men because the the only that I first of all I think they're funny. I don't I'm, I don't feel like victimized by them. I think it's hilarious. Um, but also, I love seeing like people's bathrooms and seeing like like that weird bar of Dial soap or like like remember Mitchum deodorant like how how do you have that like I Mm -hmm. just love being inside people's houses so it's kind of more that and um like every guy for some reason has a black washcloth I don't know why you guys think that is like it hides the dirt I don't know every guy has like a like a like gross like crusty black washcloth and uh like I just love that kind of stuff and um so I, this is an app where people can text me. I text them back, like when I'm on planes or I'm in the airport. It keeps me from texting my toxic exes. It, it serves a lot of purposes. But if you put in your location, I can just text you directly when I'm in your city, so that you just don't have to, like, you know, I don't have to blow up my main feed for it because I just I refuse to do that.
0: Makes sense. Well, Whitney Cummings, November fourth, Paps Theater here in Milwaukee. Grab your tickets, Whitney. Thank you so much for the time. We appreciate it. Thanks, dudes. Uh, see you
1: thank in a couple of weeks. You. All right, talk soon. I'll see you guys soon. I hope I see you at the show. All right.
0: Excellent. Thanks, Whitney.
1: Thank you. Bye.